The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. In the biggest way possible, hanging out. Bad seat, broken data, bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad, attitude, bad tape, bad live, bad do, bad bread, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the Ferrella Palacio, right across the river and through the woods from where Granny loves to snap tubes of Larry OG late at night before she goes to bed in New York City. The Big Apple, Ooh, people dressed in plastic bags, the pretty Travis, the kind of fashion shake it up, should do, but all my friends that come around, fight the floods of party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess, this town just had my brain splattered all over, man, how'd you do, bitch, I got a, hey, what's kicking, I'm Pharrell, and Mafia's running it, what a game tonight, Raymond James in the NFL pain day season opener between the Bucks and Cowboys, 21-16 Tampa, 15 seconds left in the half, I have to tell you, uh, I think Prescott's been incredible. 23 of 32, 224 yards and two touchdowns. Brady with one last shot here to try to set something up. Uh, Nine seconds left, incomplete. So Brady, the last time they had the ball, threw deep on a bomb touchdown strike to Antonio Brown. Nice catch by Brown uh, at the tip of his fingers for the TD all alone, burn the defense. But you got to admit, Mafia, that, you know, Jones fumbled the ball. That led to a Cooper touchdown. And then then Brady threw a pick right after that. I mean, they are just turning the ball over like crazy uh, when it was – you know, the, the Cooper touchdown made it uh, 14-13, and then Zerline missed the extra point. Then Zerline made a field goal. That's after they had the pick, uh, the Brady little floater over the line, and the, the guy dropped it and went right into the um, hands of uh, Dallas's defense, and they steal it, set up a field goal. Zerline finally makes one. He's had a disastrous first half, missed a field goal, missed another field goal, missed an extra point. Otherwise, you know, Dallas is winning this game, Mafia. I mean, I think the Bucs look to me, and fair enough, there's a lot of football left to be played, but they look to me to be, and here's his Hail Mary at the end of the half. And 
it's picked off. So he's got two picks in this game now, Brady. Two interceptions. And Dallas is running it back. Almost ran it back for a touchdown. But anyway, uh, here's the deal. You know, that's a Hail Mary pick. It doesn't even matter. But the bottom line is they look like the team from the first half of the season. Uh, I said this on social media. They don't look like the Super Bowl champs to me at all. Yeah, like you said, the thing with that team was it took them a while to get going. I mean, there was, I forget what was it, week four, week six, where they got smoked. But I think it was Green Bay, and everyone's like, oh, well, this team's definitely not winning. Tom Brady, you know, is finally done. This, this team is nothing. Maybe they just think of what they're doing next year without him. And then they came back, and they got better and better. And, you know, they clicked at the right time. That's how it was. That's the reason they got it going, because all their best pieces finally got it going when it mattered the most. So they've started slow again this one. And, you know, if it wasn't for really Greg Zerline being atrocious, they'd be losing this game and deserve to be losing this game right now with those two missed field goals and missed extra points. So they really need to get it going. I know there's a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, excitement and, and other emotions going on, given it's the first one after you just won the title. They're probably doing a bunch of ceremonies and stuff. But get it going, because otherwise you're going to lose this game. Mafia sounds like his onions dropped, right? Like uh, the audience can tell. Mafia sounds a lot deeper than normal uh, when he's talking. Normally, he doesn't sound this deep when uh, the clicking of his microphone and the deep voice is just not something that we're familiar with. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong, but I know that's not working. I know, I know that's not working at, at, at this point of the show. Uh, we welcome in our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio. It's for all on the bench. So uh, they pick him off in the end zone. They run it back to the 40 at Tampa, 21-16 at the half. I thought Prescott looked really good. I couldn't even believe Frankly, how many times they threw the ball? I mean, I guess Zeke Elliott ran it a couple times, uh, but the bottom line is it's like their entire offense was predicated on him throwing 23 or 32, 224, two TDs. Elliott, four carries for 12 yards. That is it. I mean, that's crazy, right? So Brett Prescott ran it twice and for eight yards, they literally have thrown on everything. Lamb's got a TD. Cooper's got the TD. And then uh, they got one field goal. But if it wasn't for the two turnovers deep in their own end, the Jones fumble and the Brady pick, Tampa would probably be up two scores. But because they turned the ball over and looked so crappy, you got a game. And on top of that, that Prescott's, you know, slinging it all over the place. People questioned me when I said they're doing whatever they want, but people are tripping. Prescott is doing whatever he wants. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There's listening to Sports Grid, then there's listening to Sports Grid. You know you're doing it right when friends ask you about the week's matchups, the wife is happy, and your teenager regards you with quiet awe. Here's your slippers, Dad. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Dallas had 232 yards of offense. 224 of it comes from Prescott. He got sacked once. He got caught from behind on another one late in the half. I got He had 112 rating, Prescott. I got to tell you, I was nervous when he was in the pocket getting chased. And when he was running on that third down and got tackled from behind, I was worried. I really was worried about his ankle. Coming back from a broken ankle, he's taking shots already. But he accounted for 224 of their 232. I mean, that's just crazy, right? If that's accurate, I don't see how that can be accurate if Elliott had 12 yards. Uh, That'd be 236. Nobody else did Jack. But look, I think Dak Prescott looks real good. I mean, like I said, I said on social media, he's doing whatever he wants. And uh, and somebody wrote me, oh, oh, is he now? Because, like, Tampa had a 21-16 lead after the Brown bomb. I mean, the Brown bomb was beautiful. Great route by Brown, the drag, and then go. And then Brady to find him with a perfect strike. I'll give you that. But Brady got picked off. Jones fumbled. Then Brady threw another Hail Mary pick. Uh, I'm sorry, you know. 13 and 21. I'll give you the three TDs. The Gronk TD was beautiful. Uh, there's no doubt about that. The Godwin TD was nice. And uh, the Brown bomb was nice. I'm not going to deny those were nice. The Brown 47, Godwin 19, Grant, uh, Gronkowski's was a short touchdown. But uh, I got to tell you, uh, I thought – I mean, what do you think, Mafia? Do you think uh, Prescott looked better than Brady or Brady because he threw three? Is it about quantity or was it about yards? I would have to say Prescott because of, you know, the picks that Brady threw. I know one of them obviously you just pretty much discounted was just a Hail Mary. You can't really count that against him, even though most people aren't going to realize that. But, I mean, Prescott didn't throw any turnovers, right? He was just slinging it all over the place. And sometimes they let him down. And, you know, his kicker didn't get him the points that he needed, but he was doing his thing. And then Brady throws two picks. So uh, you can't deny that he, he's doing whatever he wants, throwing the ball, Prescott. I mean, how can someone question me when I sat there? Seriously, I'm like, what game are you watching? He's throwing the ball all over the field to every single receiver. Look, I got to tell you, I thought without a doubt 
that Gallup uh, had a great first half. Um, targeted six times, four catches, nine-yard average. I thought he looked really good. Uh, Cooper and Lamb had the touchdowns. Uh, Lamb's got 58 yards. Cooper, 55. Gallup, 36. Pollard, 23. Schultz, 21. Wilson, uh, 15. Jarwin, 13. Elliott, 3. Who didn't he throw the ball to? He threw to everyone except Mike McCarthy. I mean, my God. The guy's just absolutely spreading it around and doing whatever he wants. I'm right. That's it. If you think you're right, then go watch something else. Go watch tennis. It's on, uh, you know, the semifinals are on. By the way, that 18, the 19-year-old chick from Canada won. Uh, Fernandez, is that her name? She won in the semis tonight over another high seed. She just keeps kicking everyone's ass. She won. And now the 18-year-old kid is going to play. I mean, I got to at least uh, bring it up. I, I saw it, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. So uh, this Sakari girl is uh, starting the other semi right now against Radikanu, and then uh, the match I just watched, Fernandez over uh, Sabalenka, 7-6, 4-6, 6-4 in the third set, and she's in the U.S. Open final. The Canadian 19-year-old has been on a tear. She's the one that beat Osaka. She beat all these top seeds to get here. It's an incredible story. By the way, tomorrow... You've got, or I don't even know. Uh, when is that men's? Uh, oh, I, I'm on the wrong thing. I got to look at the men's. So, um, I mean, that's got to be tomorrow, right? I mean, that's just all there is to it. So Friday, oh, I got it all screwed up now. Anyway, uh, Joker is... Um, he's in the semi uh, against, I think, uh, Zarev. I don't know. My thing's all screwed up, Mafia. It's unbelievable. The dates are all screwed up. So tomorrow's the 10th. There you go. It's uh, the Joker against Zarev. That's one. That's the one semi. And then Medvedev against Augur Elisame. Eliasame. I have the Canadian. I have no idea who the hell that is. I really don't. So I'll save everyone a lot of time there. But either way, uh, that's going on in Flushing right now in New York. The women's semi, the other semi, the, the second semifinal. And this chick's 18 years old. How about a 19-year-old making it to the final? And now an 18-year-old is going for it, uh, trying to be the other uh, youngster in the final. If she can pull it off. As far as action right now, the Blue Jays are up 5-2 on the Yankees in the top of the ninth. Runner at first, one out. They have done it to them again tonight in the Bronx. Bichette homered. Grychuk homered. Rizzo homered, made it two all. Bichette had an RBI single in the seven, made it 3-2. Jansen Wag, Valera scored. Uh, with the bases loaded, and uh, Guerrero homered again, number 42. 
395 feet to the porch and right. 5-2 Toronto. They're in the ninth. It's unbelievable to me. Uh, the Yankees just continue to just collapse. I mean, it is unbelievable. The loss to the Orioles on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then lost to the Jays on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they're going to lose to them tonight. So you're looking at seven straight losses, an utter collapse. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Mafia, where was I when I got uh, cut off? You were talking about how much the Yankees suck lately. Yeah, well, I mean, seven in a row. They've collapsed. They lost all the games to the Orioles, uh, the last three. And then uh, they lose four straight to the Jays, all of them in the Bronx. I mean, you talk about a slump. You talk about terrible. They're the epitome of it right now. They are absolutely sinking like the Titanic. They lose every night. They can never get any hits. They can't score any runs. Their pitching's awful. Their bullpen's awful. Uh, Tyone now on the IL with an ankle. They lost Britain. I'm glad they lost Britain. Zach Britton sucks. And he's having Tommy John, so screw him anyway. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Every day, sports happens. It never stops. And neither do we. Get the expert perspectives you need, strategies, and vital information you won't get anywhere else. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. I think it's crazy, no doubt, right? So, like I said, last Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they lost to the Orioles. The Orioles. The crappy Orioles. One of the worst teams in baseball. Kicked the Yankees' ass. I mean, oh, they, they beat them on Friday. The Saturday and Sunday, the Orioles won the games. 4-3 and 8-7. Then uh, they lose four straight to the Blue Jays. So, it's going to be six in a row. So, I mean, it's just unbelievable to me. Now it's 6-2 in the night. They're just tacking on more runs. So, I mean, how do you lose 2-3 of three to the Orioles? I mean, I don't care if it's three in a row, two of three. How do you lose to them? They're so awful. You know you're slumping when you can't beat the Orioles in your stadium, no less. I mean, does this not sum it up? The Rays... Beat them in 18 of 19. 18 of 19 this year. The Yankees can't get out of their own way against crappy teams like the Orioles. That's amazing to me. If they don't make the playoffs and the wild card, they can remember flat out this stretch of games. These six games in a row are clearly their demise. You cannot continually lose to the Orioles and then – I think the Jays are a good team, right? So they're flat out good to begin with. And they came in here and impaled the Yankees in New York in four straight games. Absolutely obliterated them. And, I mean, Guerrero's hitting home runs every single night. It's embarrassing. It's just flat out embarrassing. They are, without a doubt, a mess right now. So, you know, finally, I I erased some clown on social media. I'm not going to listen to it. Some guy, how do you have a sports show? How do I have a sports show? You know, your mother gave it to me when I was sleeping with her. That's how I got the show to begin with. While we were making love, she was telling me how many yards Prescott had in the first half as he threw, you know, 30-plus passes and chewed and spit up the Buccaneers secondary, throwing touchdowns left and right, completing a pass to every single guy on the team, and then – You know, when I was done, I just left the house and everything. Then I started taking heat from you. And so finally, I just erased you. I erased you so you can rot in hell. And there you go. I don't care what you think of me. Tell your mom I said hi. She was boring in bed too, by the way. So I'm sitting here. If you're not watching... If you're not watching this guy, Prescott, going off in this game, throwing 28 to 39 for 272 TDs, and we're not even a couple minutes into the third quarter, by the time he's done, he's throwing 60-some passes, and you don't think he's having a good game, then you're an idiot. You're a moron. This is another one of these stupid-ass fans that thinks that because Tampa won the Super Bowl last year, that they look good tonight no matter what. You cannot tell me that their defense looks anything but crap tonight in this football game. They can't stop anything that this guy's doing. 
They just got the ball, and they have moved down the field faster than Grant took Richmond, and he's inside the 10 now getting ready to score. And they're going to take the lead when they do score. He's down to the five-yard line. It'll be second and goal. You don't think this guy's having a good game? Then you're a stupid idiot. It's that simple. This is a one of these moron fans that only you know sees his team and he loves his team so much he just doesn't respect anything anybody else is doing as the guy is carving up Tampa secondary like it's a Thanksgiving turkey at grandma's house. And don't even tell me I'm wrong, you stupid ass. This guy's doing whatever he wants with his broken ankle, slinging it everywhere. Now they're down to the two-yard line. He throws it to Zeke. Listen, it's third and goal. Now, they score. They get the lead. They don't. They kick another field goal. Zerline probably misses. But don't tell me. After I just saw this guy light them up in the entire first half, and now he takes the ball in the third. It goes right down the field, all the way down the field, and gets them to the two-yard line. Don't tell me he's not doing Whatever he wants. I don't want to effing hear it. Screw you. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And now Zeke trying to run it in. He gets stopped. So Adams makes the tackle. Now it's fourth and goal. But that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. That's not, that's not Prescott's problem. Prescott, every time he throws the ball, something good happens. In this game, he is throwing it like butter everywhere. To everyone. And that's all there is to it. That is so amazing to me that I, you know, how can you watch this football game as a, as a football fan? Seriously. And not respect what that guy's doing on the football field right now. How can you watch this game and say he's not, he's, he's not doing well? I mean, you gotta, I mean, you gotta be stupid. That's just it. You're stupid. You're a stupid ass. And that's why your friends don't like you. Now it's 2119. Uh, this guy, he's already thrown 41 passes. He's 30 of 41 for 278 at two touchdowns. I don't even know why they ran it there to Zeke. I really don't. If you're going to throw the ball on every down the entire game, why start running it now on third and goal from the two? Why start running it now? Do you know how hard it is to get two yards in the NFL at the goal line? against any team. I don't care who it is, particularly a team that just won the Super Bowl. But you cannot tell me that their uh, defense doesn't look like crap tonight. That's secondary. I, I don't care what anybody says. So they got they got lit up like a five-foot graphic bong. That's what they got lit up like. I mean, the five-footer. I'm not even talking about a Christmas tree. I'm talking about a gigantic chody. So Zerlon makes the 21-yard field goal, and uh, it's 21-19, 9-15 left in the third. You got to admit, it's a great first game, right? I mean, I'll say this, though. I did want to mention one thing. You have to admit this, right? Seriously. There has been 11 penalties called. 11 flags the Bucks have seven for 81 yards, and the Cowboys have four for 25 yards. 
The Bucks have three turnovers. Two picks by Brady and a fumble by Jones. Do you think the refs are throwing enough flags? How about the flag they called the face mask on Tampa and the guy never even touched the guy's face mask on the sideline? They can't even get it right. They're throwing so many flags. They're throwing so many flags. They're missing, like, the calls. Like, the guy never touched his face mask, ever. Everyone saw it. We saw it five times, the replay. He never touched him, and they still called the, the penalty. These guys, I mean, they are off to a, a just a rollicking start to the season. It doesn't take long for them to start whipping around their yellow flags and ruining a game. It's so boring watching them throw 11 flags in the first half. I mean, I don't even think they've thrown a flag in the second half yet. Have they? Maybe they have. I don't think they have. I think I've seen 11 flags in the first half. That is crazy. And and here's another thing. Going back to the, uh, the question of whether or not Dak Prescott's having a good game and doing whatever he wants, they had the ball for 23.55, and the Buccaneers had the ball for 11 minutes and 50 seconds. I mean, Dallas has had this football the entire game. They've had the ball the entire game. In the second half, this is, with nine minutes left, this is the first time Brady's touching the ball. It's unbelievable. One guy's thrown 41 passes. Brady's thrown 21. Now, I won't deny he's been more efficient. And he's been, you know, three TDs better. One more than Prescott. And certainly more efficient. It always helps to have seven Super Bowl rings on your hands. Not on one hand, on two hands. He's doing whatever he wants in short order. uh, in, In more efficient ways. I'll give you that. But for me... Prescott's slinging it all over the field. I mean, he's putting on a show tonight. He's putting on a show because we haven't seen him play. He missed all of last year after breaking his ankle. So, whatever, six games in, it was all over. And now he's back, and he's basically going off. You can't even – you just can't even question it. Uh, It's just so funny to me. So – Nine minutes left now, and we're seeing Brady take it for the first time. And he's got – he's thrown two incompletes right here already. It's third and ten. So uh, you get the ball back for the first time in the second half. And uh, so far, nothing. Two incomplete passes. I'm telling you, you keep giving this guy Prescott the ball, you're going to lose. You're going to lose because he is feeling it tonight. Rock star status. I mean, that's all there is to it. And your boy, Dan Quinn, the old Falcon coach, is the D coordinator. And I actually think they played a pretty solid game. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, 
Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Every day, sports happens. It never stops. And neither do we. Get the expert perspectives you need. Strategies and vital information you won't get anywhere else. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, we're on a bench, so... um... You know, uh, this game, you can't tell me. <laughs> now, 844 Dallas has the ball back again. So, Pinion punched 49 yards to the Dallas 13, and we're going to see what he does again with the ball. I don't see how uh, you can think anything other than what he's been doing has been uh, spectacular, uh, to be honest with you. And, uh, Right now, uh, I just want to see where uh, they're at in terms of, uh, you know, the plays. I mean, the the scoring plays, we've already seen all of that. But I just feel like – I just feel like they're moving the ball every time they get it. They got it in the start of the third, and he throws it down. Now he gets picked off. That ball was deflected, and Tampa picks it off. And now they're down to the 19-yard line. Another flag comes chucking into the play. Is there any play in this game uh, that doesn't have a flag? I mean, honestly, there's so many flags, I, I can't even take it. I can't even take it anymore. So I got to see what this call is now. This flag came way after that pick. That pick's got to stand, no? Carlton Davis with the pick. I just don't see how this can be. What are they going to call this on Tampa? Five minutes after he threw the ball? Tripping on the offense, declined. Holding on Tampa after the interception. So it's going to be enforced, but Tampa gets the ball. So they're on the 19. They'll move it back 10 yards to the 29. That's where they'll have the ball, I'm guessing. And Tampa still keeps the ball. But this pass, uh, I think this pass was just a bad pass. Dangerous into triple coverage. And he gets picked off. That was really, I I think that was uh, Prescott's first bad pass. 
you know, into triple, into triple coverage. And uh, it gets picked. So I thought that was his first bad pass of the game. So there you go. Ball at the 35. So Brady's going to work, and he immediately throws it to Gronk for a first down, down to about the 14. So, boy, this guy's just, you know, firing now. Back to his old lover, Gronkowski, who's already got a touchdown catch tonight. And the Gronk spike. You know, mistakes will kill you every time. You throw a a pass into triple coverage. It gets deflected, gets picked. Davis picks it off, runs it down. You get a penalty. They move it back. Then Brady throws a pass to Gronk. And now they got the ball in the red zone. They're at the 15. And they're set up shop first and 10. This is where they can uh, take over this game if they can put it in the end zone. And this is really up to Dan Quinn's defense right here. Dallas has to stop them. Otherwise, uh, they're going to find themselves in a hole. Uh, if they score and get the extra point, it'd be 28-19. So a big turnover, a big mistake. I actually thought that that was the first mistake I've seen from Prescott, the first bad choice, the first bad pass, triple coverage. He threw it anyway, middle of the field, throwing it into a high traffic, high volume area where he got picked. That was my first complaint on his game tonight at all. They got Fournette now. He changed his number to number seven, but it'll be third down. This is a big third down for Dallas. They got to hold them to a field goal. I I mean, this is a big difference. If they score 28-19, if they kick a field goal 24-19, then Dallas is still a score away from taking a lead, right? So you got to admit, without a doubt, that this is a great season opener from Raymond James in Tampa. This is a great game, at, at the least. Despite the penalties, all the flags, Despite all that, despite the picks and mistakes. Now, here's Gronk, his second touchdown over the middle. Gronkowski on third and six from Brady. Another score, his second Gronk spike. And Brady's got four touchdown passes, two to Gronkowski. And now that's the difference. Four plays, 35 yards, 208 off the clock. They'll go for the extra point and try to go up nine Remember, the line moved to nine and a half. That's in danger for sure, the way Dallas has been playing tonight and the way they move the ball, the way they pass the ball, and the way they've been able to score. I think, obviously, the two turnovers, the Jones fumble, the Brady pick in the first half, those were the keys to them staying in the game and being in the game. Otherwise... You know, they wouldn't be close at all. But those two turnovers kept them close. Now you're seeing another turnover makes a huge difference in that Tampa converts off the turnover. They score. So, and you got to admit, Gronkowski uh, is having a big night. I mean, he's caught some passes and he's got two touchdowns. So there's really no um, getting around it. I have to say, too, uh, Mafia did mention this to me, that it's important I bring this up, is that uh, 
Tom's hair looks terrific. I mean, you know, for an old guy, 44 years old, and, you know, Mafia and I have noticed over the years, we've always mentioned, you know, guys like hockey players and baseball players, football players, you know, hockey, they all, like, wear helmets and everything all the time, and they, they you know, go bald. So, you know, if you wear a, a hat all day and a helmet all day and that's your, your, you know, your gig, your job, you'll generally find, I think, that a majority of those people, somewhere in the neighborhood of 75% of them, will have balding. A bald spot, an area of concern, loss of hair, uh, all your hair, who knows. But generally, you know, athletes that have to wear, you know, their you know, hats and helmets all the time. They're the ones that lose their hair. A guy like Djokovic, he's got a thick head of hair. He's not wearing a helmet. So Brady, for a guy that's in his 22nd year, think about how great his hair looks. Mafia brought it up earlier. He's just like, God, Tom's hair is just fantastic. I was like, you're really, you're onto something. I don't even think, like, Mafia wondered if he used just for men to keep it as you know, tight and clean and no grays ever, because obviously Tom TB 12 method, he has eternal youth. He's got the fountain of youth flowing in his uh, home, in his backyard, obviously a well of, of youth. It's a, it's an underground well that he gets the water from and he bathes in it and showers in it. And thus he never loses his hair. His hair never turns gray. He never ages. Uh, he just wins Super Bowl rings every year. And um, the photo, the team photo that they have for Tom, his hair looks so fantastic that Mafia is thinking about, even with his thick head of hair, uh, transitioning into a Tom Brady full do. He's going to go to the barber. He's going to bring a picture of Tom Brady with him. And he's going to say, Make me look like this. Make me look just like this. And in a matter of 20 minutes, the barber will excel and exceed expectations and give Mafia the perfect hairdo, a little messy rise on the top. Uh, Brady has gone through so many different hairstyles over the years, but tonight's team photo, the one they use when they show his stats and how he's doing in the game, his hair looks so phenomenal in that photo that Mafia had to bring it up. It's very important uh, that we analyze everything that Tom Brady does every day, every year, every week, every season, everything. Look at Zeke getting outside and having a big run. Your boy Zeke Elliott getting involved around the outside, getting to the edge. Like, look, they're showing this shot right now. Look at that hairdo. Look at that hair. I mean, he makes Gronkowski look old. That is just fantastic. I mean, honestly, what would I do with that? I'd probably get all kinds of leg if I had hair that good. You know what I mean? Like, I got a little, um, you know, definitely got some parking areas here. You can park cars there, airport parking up top. You know, you get like a little, these are little cul-de-sacs in here. I got, you know, I got some, you know, snowy conditions on the side. I got to keep it tight. I got to get the razor military cut every two weeks and barely uh, like trim the top, just barely at all. Just a little, little quarter inch off the top. 
because it has to stay somewhat longer on top to have some look of hair at all at my age. To have any hair at my age is a miracle from God. But the photos of Brady with that hair dude tonight, just rocking it at 44. He looks younger now than when he came in the league. In fact, my wife has already mentioned tonight that she wants to sleep with him, 34C. And then her cousin was over uh, after dinner tonight. Her cousin dropped by. She did a drive-by as I was watching the game. She also mentioned uh, wanting to sleep with Tom. And then uh, Kathy O, of course, while smoking Larry OG, she uh, did mention at 90 that she wanted to sleep with him. And she actually said she wanted to sleep with him tonight after the game before he showers, which I thought was, you know, really, that was intense. I mean, that for me was the, the really the end all. That she's like, I want to do him like right out of his uniform. I couldn't believe it. So uh, every woman in my family in the house that even my daughter, my daughter is a teenager. She mentioned how hot he was and none of them at all said anything about uh, my good looks. Nothing at all. I was given no love, no respect and uh, absolutely no juice. It is 34 C's birthday season, as you know, Mafia, on Saturday. It is 34 C's birthday, always a frustrating day at the Ferrella Palatial due to 34 C having the annual 9-11 birthday. For the last 20 years, her birthday has been a depressing day based on the Twin Towers coming down. The anniversary of 9-11 has been a haunting reminder of uh, you do not want a birthday on 9-11, especially if you live in New York City which I do. So it's unbelievable to me that uh, she can't celebrate her birthday effectively. And, you know, with any kind of happiness and passion, because everybody's so depressed around here on, on 9-11. I'm like, let's go out. We'll have a big dinner party. No, I don't want to. Nobody's in a good mood on 9-11. My birthday sucks every year. I get this every time. It's just awful. I could go buy her tons of things, and it doesn't even matter. She doesn't even break a smile. It's very depressing. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. Nothing for you. How about that? One last indignity. I mean, yeah, Prescott sucks. He's just so horrible. It's unbelievable as he throws the Deep right corner pass to Cooper for the 21-yard touchdown. Zerline, the extra point, good. And it's 28-26 Tampa Bay now. So the Bucs got the nine-point lead. Kick it off. Give it right back to uh, Prescott. He deals again. He's 35 of 47, 331, three touchdowns, and a bad pick over the middle. Otherwise, they're winning this game. If... Davis doesn't have the pick, and they throw the Gronk touchdown. Right now, Dallas is winning this game. If they would have stopped him, it would have been, you know, 24-19. This touchdown would have put him up 26-24. Instead, it's 28-26 Tampa, basically uh, 30 seconds left in the third. And, I mean, Dallas is in this game. Dallas can win this game, and it's a two-point game. Obviously. The spread is in jeopardy, depending on what you had it at. If you had it at seven and a half, you might be okay if Tampa scores again. If you had it at nine and a half, you're in hot water, bottom line. So we're going to find out when the rubber meets the road here in the fourth quarter. If Tampa can finish them off, and if they can even uh, consider covering. Prescott's lit. He's jacked up. He's playing great. That's all there is to it. He had one bad pass that got deflected and picked, but he's been unbelievable. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts, to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 